you know what day it is. It's election day. So hopefully you got out there, you voted, well, at least here in the United States, it's election day. Uh, so hopefully you got out, you voted. Uh, it's all local elections. Uh, your local elections determine your local area. Uh, so if you have not gone to the polling center, uh, maybe you should get out there, especially East Coast, because it's six o'clock East Coast standard time right now. And uh, you want to get out there, get the polls before they close. Uh, they start at, I think they start closing at seven to nine within that time range, depending on. So uh, definitely get out there, vote. Uh, it is election day. Uh, beyond that, it's also Show Me the Money Club, live Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. What's going on, Sergio? How you doing? Doing great, buddy. Doing great. Um, had my mug covered the front page of Business Insider on Sunday. I, I know, I quiet. saw that. Well, you that sent it to bad. me, and um, I probably would have seen it. I mean, it was yeah, last year. Your, your Two other people talked been, about uh, it, too. <laughs> yeah, it was like trending on Yahoo and whatever not. So I got a lot of texts and emails congratulating me, but it wasn't about me. It's about, it was some good pointers about what drivers can do to not get deactivated, actually. So please go check out the article in, in Business Insider. Well, speaking of deactivations and protecting yourself, uh, we're going to be talking about what's going on in New York. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff. It's my home state where I'm at now. So uh, the other day when when I heard this uh, settlement come through, I was kind of surprised because it was kind of catching everybody, I think, off guard. So uh, when we come down to it, we got quite a bit to talk to you guys today about. Uh, we have a guest coming on in just a few minutes. Uh, we have Jared Kogan on. He's the founder of Giggle. He'll be on in just a couple of minutes. Uh, after that, we're going to be talking about the New York State settlement, uh, $328 million coming to, back to drivers. Uh, we're going to tell you how you can claim that funds if you drove in New York between the times of those settlements. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the driver protections and uh, minimum wage and all that good stuff that's coming uh, very soon as well. Uh, actually, it's here now, paid time off, all that stuff. Uh, so pretty interesting coming out of New York. Uh, and then I get to give my review on it after uh, maybe next week or in two weeks uh, or so. Uh, once that that timing goes through, we'll be able to do like a follow up. So that's pretty good. Uh, we're also going to be talking about Uber support going full AI. So is it going to be better or worse than having overseas uh, people talking to you when it comes to support? Uh, it could be either or. So we're going to be talking about that. Also, the Uber earnings report. The call was earlier today. Uh, we are going to be talking about the Uber earnings report and a couple of things that may have us drivers a little bit worried. Uh, then we're going to be talking about uh, our markets about to get more oversaturated uh, on top of the oversaturation already. And uh, we're going to be looking at the Seattle, Washington state driver earnings. We love our Seattle, Washington state model. Uh, what's going on there beats out California, beats out New York, beats out a lot of places. So uh, it's something that we like quite a bit. Uh, and then we're going to end it with some facts, some funnies, and maybe if we have time, we're going to try to bring a few of you on to share your thoughts, your opinions, uh, ask your questions, and what else there may be. Uh, so anything else to say there, Serge, before we get on? Nobody. Everything is all good. We're ready to Capital go. Capital Properties, thank you for the super sticker. Appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Much all right. All well, right. First off, we'd like to thank today's sponsor, Giggle, and we are going to be interviewing the founder of Giggle in just a few minutes. But are you an independent contractor or gig worker seeking fast and hassle-free financing? Look no further than Giggle. We understand that that time is money. 
That's why we've revolutionized the way you access funds. Picture this, $5,000 in your hands in as quick as five minutes. Yes, you heard that right. Five minutes by simply connecting your bank account. Google is here to make sure you can focus on what you do best while we take care of your financial needs. Giggle, the fastest way to secure your financial future. And for your special offer, visit gigglefinance.com slash rideshareguy to apply. With that being said, we have today's special guest on, Jared Kogan, who is the founder of Giggle. So if you have any questions about it or uh, anything like that, please put it in the chat. Let us know uh, and we'll try to get it answered or uh, have somebody answer it. So, Jared, welcome. Thank you for coming on. Sergio, Chris, thanks for having me. Hey, Jared. Thanks. How are you, man? Doing great. How about you both? Uh, we're doing our song and dance every Tuesday as usual. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so pleasure to have you on. Much appreciated. You made some time. I know you're overseas, actually. So thanks for staying up. Um, you know, our audience is really curious about what Giggle is and what they do. So without further ado, um, explain to us. Well, first, introduce yourself a little bit more than Chris did, who you are and how Giggle came about. Absolutely. So yeah, my name is Jared Kogan. I'm one of the founders of Giggle Finance. And essentially, we've revolutionized the way that rideshare drivers and independent contractors across the US access financing. Um, we've noticed through our experience that independent contractors, rideshare drivers, food delivery folks, and anyone in the independent workforce has had difficulty accessing finance in the past. Personally, I come from a background of SBI financing and small business lending. And both with the SBA and with you know, all online fintechs, there's been a difficulty for those folks that seek or qualify for amounts below $10,000. So, you know, during COVID really had a point of inflection as to where, you know, we wanted to figure out how we can serve this community better. So we ultimately, ultimately designed a product better suited towards this community. Um, rather than focusing on those businesses that generate millions of dollars a year in revenue um, or might need hundreds of thousands of dollars, we realized that the independent workforce and gig community ultimately needed access sometimes to small amounts of funds, whether it's for um, car repair, whether it's for you know inventory equipment, what have you, needed access to capital in a, a quick and efficient manner. So that's what we did with Giggles. We built a streamlined and efficient process for a rideshare driver or independent contractor to come online, apply for financing, and have money in their bank account in only a matter of minutes with little to no human involvement. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, I'm curious about how you guys came up, but I know how it is. But uh, explain to our audience how you guys came up with Giggle, actually. I, and I, I think it's quite uh, fitting. So let's talk yeah. about that. Absolutely. Happy to discuss. So, uh, you know, lending and banking has always been such a scary process to, to go with the banker, to apply and sit there and wait for an answer. Um, it's often intimidating for a customer to sit there and be on the sidelines. So for Giggle, you know, we're quite the opposite. We're friendly, we're approachable, we're quick, we're instant. And much like the name Giggle implies, we focus on the gig economy. So rather than just being a bank that focuses on all types of small businesses, we particularly focus on the gig segment of the economy. Yeah, it comes, it comes from the gig economy. That's pretty cool, actually. Um, you know, you, you touched upon a little bit, but more in detail, if you can give me a little bit of uh, color on um, what population Giggle serves? I mean, I know you said gig worker, but do you also serve uh, non-traditional gig workers or is the is your uh, customer base a little bit more varied than just gig workers? 
It, it is. So initially we focused on the gig economy. So whether it's Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, Postmates, Instacart, and I can go down the list there. Um, that's where we started and that's our DNA. However, we since expanded to all elements of the gig economy. So not just necessarily working for one of the app-based platforms. So all the app-based platforms are where we started. Uh, it's not the only environment that we serve. So we also work with other types of 1099s of independent contractors. So whether you're a freelancer, a consultant, you run a Shopify store, you run a bodega, you run a food truck, you're a mobile mechanic, a barber, a hairstylist, uh, et cetera. You know, we serve that entire ecosystem. And then there's the micro side of small businesses as well, who are just too small for traditional SMB financing, but still very much within our wheelhouse. So, um, you know, like I mentioned, like, Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, Postmates are more in our DNA. We really serve the entire small business community. Yeah, that's that's great. Now let's talk a little bit about the the range of financing, right? And um, I mean, Chris read the ad, obviously, you know, up to five thousand dollars within minutes. But give us a little bit of color about, you know, how the approval process is. Let's say, assume that I just download the app, obviously, first. That everybody knows that, and then how does the process work? Yeah, so the process is super simple. Um, you know, rather than relying on credit data, we rely on your banking data. So, you know, you log into our application, you connect your bank account securely. We never see your username or password and instantaneously within seconds, we provide you with an offer. So rather than looking at, you know, tax returns, financials or documents that may be difficult to produce, you simply use a secure third party application in Plaid to connect, whether it's your Chase, Bank of America, Citibank account, and we see all of your earnings. We see all of your expenses, and then ultimately we're able to determine what type of financing product you can afford. And we go as small as $400 and we go all the way up to $10,000. So it's really dependent on the applicant. And, you know, we tailor our financing solutions to each one of our customers. Now, rather than just one trick pony, ultimately someone can come to us once for financing. And if they need auto repair, great. We're happy to provide that financing. And, you know, once that um, once that contract is complete, we're happy to provide continuous financing so that the business can grow. Right. Um, I actually wanted to hit up on that. Um, you know, let's say if uh, obviously there is no prepayment penalties. Right. If somebody decides to pay the whole thing after a week of getting the loan out uh, or the cash advance out, then they, they can prepay without any penalties. Exactly. That's one of our key features. Ultimately, uh, you know, while we are built for for longer term financing than just a couple of days, if someone just needs financing for a couple of days, we're there to suit those needs. And ultimately, if the financing is paid back within the first 30 days, there's substantial discounts to uh, to the fees that we charge. So yeah. uh, it, it's low cost financing overall. And all of our financing is risk based. So our lowest risk customers pay very low rates. And customers that are higher risk pay slightly higher rates. And we think that's completely fair relative to the risk that, you know, that they present. That being said, anyone that pays back within the first 30 days, the fees are essentially less than half of what they would be over the full term. So we try and give substantial discounts to those who just need very short term financing to meet a specific need. Now, our number one use case is when a rideshare driver needs some type of financing for auto repair. So if you need $1,000 to put four tires on your vehicle, no problem. And if that's what gets you back on the road and earning cash again, great. And then if you want to pay it back within a week or two, that works as well. And we'll reward you um, accordingly. Yeah. And uh, let's talk a little bit more about the range of financing because, um, look, a lot of rideshare drivers um, go out there and rent cars. I mean, you know, they don't have a car. 
but uh, we always recommend that instead of renting, they should just go buy their car, right? Because it's a lot more cost effective. And uh, to us, like, can they use this financing for a down payment on a car? Can they do other things other than just repair on the car? Absolutely. Yeah. So from a use of funds perspective, as long as it's designated towards the independent contracting business, we, we don't really um, we don't really police as to how the funds are used. So as long as it's used for business purposes, absolutely. Rather than renting a car, which we know through Uber and Lyft comes with a, pre a pretty substantial premium. Yeah. Uh, if you want to use that on a down payment for a lease or for financing, we very much encourage that because long term, it's going to make your independent contracting business much healthier. And ultimately, you control your destiny from there forward. So um, we prefer to uh, empower our customers to do the, do the same. But ultimately, as an independent contractor, the beauty is that's your decision to make. And no two people make the same decision. And you know, I think that's the beauty of being in the 1099 industry is it's your business. Run it as you as you desire. Yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more on that one. And uh, um, are there any advantages of being a repeat customer with Giggle? Or, um, you know, let's say I used the uh, financing once and then I didn't need it for six months. I come back in six months for some other repair or set of tires or whatever it is. Are there any advantages of being a repeat customer? Do I get a break the second time around since I'm already in your system and I paid the original financing back? Absolutely. So we have some customers that just come to us for a one-time need, like, for example, auto repair for a down payment for a new business vehicle. And we see that quite a bit. However, there's some customers that come to us on a consistent basis to continue to grow their business. And they continue to get rewarded with, with lower fees, with longer terms, with lower payments and larger approval amounts. So um, our repeat customers, because we have history with them, we're willing to extend longer terms, to extend higher financing and to look to lower our fees for those customers. So yeah, absolutely. Repeat customers do see um, pretty substantial benefits. And that's not to mention that uh, we do report all payments positive and negative to the credit bureaus. So, okay. you know, a significant majority of our customers do pay as agreed and that helps to build their credit as well. So not only are they building credit, but they're enhancing, um, you know, their offer with Giggle going forward as a repeat customer. So initially, though, is there a soft credit check, a credit check? How does the process work? And give me a little bit more color on the speed of the application process, because um, yeah. I'm sure your audience would want to know what kind of process it is more specifically as far as you know, credit checks are not concerned. Absolutely. So the entire process takes a little under eight minutes from A to Z. However, that being said, to answer your question more directly with regard to credit checks, we perform a soft credit check in the application phase, and that's more to verify identity and to ensure um, you know, there's no fraud in the application. Um, given that we are an online platform, there is quite a bit of online fraud, and that's something we wish to, um, you know, wish to avoid and make sure that information isn't being stolen um, for the benefit of all of our customers and for us as well. Um, that being said, um, yeah, no, we uh, we only perform a soft credit check upon application. And then once once they become a Google customer, then we do perform the hard credit check and we begin reporting to the bureaus for the benefit uh, of our and, and, you know, uh, let's hit up on the, the, I mean, it's a hot topic, obviously. You know, hacking happens and information is being sold and, you know, all over the internet. I mean, look, this is what it is. It's today's internet, right? And um, as far as the if i do apply as a consumer right is my information kept secret or quiet is it sold does giggle sell information to other companies um so first off let me just reiterate giggle does not sell information 
Um, number two, as it relates to banking data, we actually don't have access to the login information of all of our customers. They use a third-party solution uh, called Plaid. Plaid is the same solution that Venmo uses to verify bank accounts. So when a customer applies with Giggle, they enter their banking information into Plaid. Like I mentioned, we do not ever receive those credentials. All we receive is the underlying transactions. So we know the payments coming in from Uber or Lyft or DoorDash or Postmates or Instacart, et cetera. Um, we see the expenses as well, and that's what helps us to underwrite rather than relying on traditional credit data. Um, and you know, just to you know really be emphatic there, we have no access to um, you know to the banking credentials. That that's something that's highly secure. And you know, given the nature of online fraud, that's something that frankly we don't want to have in our possession. I think it poses more of a risk, um, you know, than a benefit to us. Yeah, I'm going to draw a question from the audience. It says, "What's the repayment process? How do we pay back?" You can answer that Absolutely. Um, so repayments are weekly. So um, essentially it's revenue-based financing. So we'll take a look at the revenue that you're earning over the past um, over the past year or so. And that's how we can forecast as to what your earnings are going forward. We'll provide you an advance based on those uh, future earnings. And you'll pay us back weekly over the course of anywhere from about two and a half to four months with weekly payments. Um, you know, that, that, that trail your income to make sure that it's something that's affordable relative to the amount that you're bringing in. Right. Um, a lot of the, you know, um, audience, I'm sure they're going to ask, but maybe we can preempt it and answer their question is, um, a lot of online banks are not allowed to obviously through your systems. I don't know if you're, if you do allow like a lot of drivers in our community, <clears throat> they have Uber pro cards, they have Lyft debit cards, things like that. Um, are your systems geared to. Uh, accept those as banks or online banks, or do they have to be the traditional banks that they deal with? So we accept about 93% of U.S. financial institutions. So while, of course, there's the top 10, whether it's, you know, whether it's Chase, whether it's Citibank, whether it's Bank of America, et cetera, those, of course, we support. There's the long tail of smaller financial institutions, primarily credit unions, um, that we do support a majority as well. However, there's some smaller ones that we do not. Um, and it really just depends on the institution. Um, with regard to the Uber Pro Card, that was not supported by Plaid for quite some time. However, over the last 60 days, that has recently changed. So we now recently can support the Uber Pro Card as well. Um, and there are a number of gig platforms that their banking platforms are also supported. Um, one that I will notably say is not is unfortunately the um, the, the Lyft the card. Okay, um, we have a couple of minutes left. I'll give you the floor. Um... Uh, you know, summarize everything that we talked about. And if there is something I did not ask you about, please, uh, you know, educate our crowd and the floor is yours. Absolutely. So, yeah, like I mentioned, I come from a background of small business lending and banking, whether it's on the SBA side or on the fintech side. And, you know, from my experience, not many companies are able to serve this population well. Um, you know, I think it's inherently risky because as 1099s, we all realize that no one gets paid on the 1st and the 15th no one gets paid the same amount when they do get paid. And so from a banking perspective, that can be relatively challenging. So that was really our objective out of the gate is to how can we serve this population and how can we you know, take what we understand about this population and serve them well. So we built this product you know, to specifically tailor towards the 1099 independent workforce and micro small business community. And you know, our goal is to listen to our customers, to make it a friendly, easy, and smooth transaction process. That's why our application takes under eight minutes from A to Z. And, you know, we're consistently listening to our customers as to how we can serve them better. So yeah. 
we do serve customers all across the United States in all types of work. So whether it is rideshare, which is our number one, however, there's food delivery, there's someone that runs a Shopify store, there's someone that runs a food truck, a bodega, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, as our customers, we're constantly there with our ears on the ground to continue to evolve and continue to serve this population better. Uh, you know, frankly, there aren't many providers that are willing to work with this community based on a lot of the risk factors that I just mentioned. And, you know, we're different. We specifically built ourselves to serve this community and we want to serve them better. So while I think we've done a pretty good job over the last three years, we're constantly striving to do better. And that's why it's collaborative feedback. And that's why we work with our customers as to how we can continue to improve. And that's what got us from where we were to where we are. And that's what's going to get us to the future. So that's why we like to work with um, like to work with the community and want to continue to build with the community so that we can build a world-class product to serve everyone better. Yeah, I appreciate that. And so what I'm going to do, uh, Jared, is I'm going to offer myself uh, because I see questions flying. But I'm going to offer myself, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com, people. You know who I am and where I'm at. Uh, if you have any questions, send them to me. I'll forward them to either Jared um, or support. But the Giggle link is in the show notes, so you guys can go all check that out. I'm sure they have a frequently asked questions area on their website. And, uh, you know, um, I thank you for showing up. I think you're filling a need that's there for gig, for the gig worker. And uh, much appreciated. That's our goal, and that's why we've been here since day one and why we'll continue to be here to serve this community into the future. I do see one question that I want to address. Um, yeah. Capital property investments ask if it's for business bank accounts only. And while we do serve business bank accounts, we do understand that um, the independent workforce doesn't necessarily have an LLC and always have a business bank account. So no, we can serve personal bank accounts as well, as long as there is 1099 or business income going into that personal bank account. Great. Thank you. That probably was one of the questions coming to me. You you, you preempted it and answered it. But uh, again, thank you so much for showing up. Uh, we'll obviously be in touch. And if there are any questions, I'll forward them either to you or your support team. And uh, thanks again. Thanks so much for having us. And thanks again. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right. So that is Giggle. If you had any questions or have more questions, uh, head up Sergio, SergioTheRideShareGuy.com. He can forward that to you. Uh, you Uber support, Lyft support, Giggle support, 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 support. I'm the support. There you go. Yeah, we should change your name to support. So it's support at Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Don't give him any ideas, Chris. Come on now. <laughs> well, who knows? But uh, um, yeah, so we got we got quite a big thing, quite a lot of things to be talking about. Uh, first, we're going to be talking about what's going on in New York State. Uh, if you are a New York driver, if you've been driving since, hold on, let me tell you. Uh, between 2015 or 2014 and 2017 uh, in New York State, you may be getting some money back because of some of the practices that Uber and Lyft were doing. Uh, so uh, it's going to total $328 million, $290 million from Uber and $38 million from Lyft. Uh, so yeah, what do you, what did you, th- what did you think about that settlement when you heard about it? Look, um, okay, so a lot of weeks, you know, what we do is we find these glitches. And this in New York in 2014, it started as a glitch. And I am pretty sure if I had the emails going back then, and because we weren't around then, literally, <laughs> Harry was just starting the right here, guy. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people complained to support, saying that, look, this is wrong. You know, I'm not getting paid or you're taking the money out of my 
paycheck or account that you shouldn't be taking it. And then I'm sure they came back with, oh, there's a glitch. We'll fix it. Right. So this went on for three years, 2014 to 2017. And at 2020, the attorney general started paying attention to it. Look at the timeline, though, Chris. This is 2014 to 2020 when they pick it up. And three years after that, in 20, late 2023 now, they ended up settling this case. And um, look, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I think Uber was a clear winner in this, okay? And maybe other people may not think so, but I think they were. So they delayed paying something that they should have paid, they shouldn't have done for three years. And then three years after that, this gets picked up, it gets investigated, it takes another three years for them to come to a settlement. However, however, you know, I think 300 million is a lot of, is going to be a lot of money going back to the driver pockets. Now, how many are still driving from 2014 and what the breakdown is going to be, you know, we don't know yet, but obviously it's a lot of money and lift, you know, about 30 million uh, on top of that. Um, you know, but I think it was it ended up being a good deal because, you know, I followed Uber stock, obviously. And <laughs> here's the exchange, Chris. Um, six years later or seven years, almost eight years later, you settle it for 300 million because some legislative, legislative, um, headwind was erased from, you know, from the Uber, Uber, uh, company or corporation, their stock went up from 43 to 50 today. Okay. So in about a short period of time, this was announced last week, late last week. So. Uber has 2 billion shares outstanding, okay? Billion with a B. So 7.2 billion shares is $14 billion. So 300 million to relieve the pressure of some legislation. And I think it's a pretty good exchange. What do you think? 300 million for 14 billion in market cap increase, right? Yeah, that's, that, now, that's a nice little exchange. <laughs> that's a nice little exchange. I wish I could do that kind of exchange every day. And I wish all drivers could do that, right? That's like a... I know, right? <laughs> Here, I, I'll give you, I'll give you a hundred dollars, but then I get fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> essentially, what it comes down to. Yeah, I'll give you a buck. You give me fifteen thousand. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> look, obviously, is you know, cash is cash that they have to put out, but but now there is a big positive side to this. Okay, um, now the positive for Uber is that that lawsuit by the attorney general. So. There were two settlements in this for Uber, okay? The, one of the settlements was with the attorney general's office, which was the 300 million or 290 million. But Uber sweetened the pot a little bit, right? And they ended up, um, you know, giving the drivers a minimum wage floor in the state of New York, not just New York City. New York City has its own rules. The five boroughs play with their own rules. They have the TLC, Taxi Limousine Commission. They're very strong. They have terrific rights for their drivers. On In this case, though, in the specific attorney general's case, this case was settled by drivers staying independent contractors, period. Okay? The second case that was settled which was, and Chris will talk about what the rights were of these drivers, because he's in New York. I mean, he's part of the settlement. If he was driving between 2014 and 2017, he may get some money, actually. Um, the other thing is, now Chris is going to benefit from a minimum wage floor, okay? Active time, albeit. And he's going to benefit from some paid time, I mean, sick time, okay? Which he will explain to you guys. 
So I'll just explain the settlements. The first settlements with the AG, Attorney General, and everybody stays independent contractors, meaning the classification of the worker is what Uber wants, okay? In every single state, that's all they want to come to the table and show the driver some money. All Uber says is, I want all of you, all drivers, to stay independent contractors. And that's what they got with the AG settlement. Now, the second settlement was with the federal, you know, um, on the federal side, which was uh, actually on the state NLRB, which is the National uh, Labor Bureau. Um, on that one, with that, with that entity, they did not come to a conclusion. Uh, they agreed to disagree as far as the classification of the drivers are concerned. However, on that side, they decided to start contributing into the state unemployment fund, unemployment insurance fund. And that's also a positive for drivers who are driving now and who may be, let's say you get deactivated, right? If you got deactivated unjustly, not only you can go appeal this, obviously, but if it's proven that you got deactivated unjustly, you can benefit from the unemployment insurance fund. As we know with regular employment, not everybody gets money when they get laid off. Now, if you get laid off, obviously you do it. But if you committed fraud or if you commit, if you committed a crime, you're not going to be benefiting from unemployment insurance, even if you are an employee. So in this case, there is thresholds for people to start getting unemployment insurance. So out of the two settlements, I think Uber liked it. Um, and, you know, I mean, you can tell the stock uh, what, they, what it did. It relieved some pressure. And I have spoken to Uber about this. I have permission to say this. What they want is they want everybody to stay independent contractors and they will sit down and agree to certain things that employees have as far as rights are concerned. And they're willing to talk about rates and they're willing to talk about sick time off. And we have Prop 22 in California, not a hugely popular thing. But, you know, now, you know, Chris, you take over and tell tell the audience what you got, buddy. Yeah, well, uh, first... This is the uh, the thing that we got from Uber. Um, so this is actually directly from them. Um, so it will yeah. we'll, we'll we'll break down not only the the uh, the benefits and stuff that that New York drivers now will get, um, but we're also going to talk about uh, how you can get the settlement cash as well too, um, because I think that's very important for people who are driving them. Um, and it doesn't matter if you were driving, stop driving. Uh, as long as you were driving during that time, you have the ability to put your name in for the settlement uh, and get some money out of the deal. So uh, whether you're driving, if you know somebody in New York that was driving, not anymore, um, talk to them about this because that is a big thing. Um, I think one of the big things too to take away from this is what you were saying, how that's a lot of leverage when it comes to them saying, we want drivers to remain independent contractors and then we'll look at giving all of these things. I think that's something that we we talked about the playbook when it came to Seattle and, and Washington, how they kind of did their thing uh, and they're continuing to do their thing. Uh, we, we said, oh, we thought it was just the Seattle legislation and the state of Washington legislation saying too bad, so sad, this is what we're gonna do and this is how we're gonna do it. But when in actuality, they were all at the table, it was Uber, Lyft and the drivers as well as legislators that were there that came together and worked out the deal and that's what came about so i think having that playbook and that idea is kind of the step of one towards what new york did 
uh, I think other states can also take a look at that by saying, yeah, if we look at independent contractors and maybe some drivers want employees, uh, but most drivers still want independent contractor, I would have to say, or venture, at least 80% uh, want to be and remain independent contractors, whether it's uh, current situation or getting some of these benefits added. I think most would be agreeing that they would want some sort of benefits that are coming on that. Uh, but one of the big things is uh, the benefits can come. And again, step one, leading hopefully into step two, where it can look into more things and then more likely off of the Seattle and the Washington model uh, into the state of New York or other states that may be looking at some sort of legislation uh, or settlement or anything like that. Now, with another side of the settlement coin that I want to mention before going on, this is New York State. And you know damn well between 2014 and 2017 when this was happening, this was not happening just in New York State, that this was happening all over the place. So states, you should probably look into it a little bit more, seeing what happened and then, you know, coming to the table and, and seeing what kind of settlements you could get for your drivers outside within those states during those times. Uh, so I think that's something that, that really needs to be addressed and looked at. Um, but let's take a look at... Um, Hold on, let me get this started. Give me like one oh. minute. Give me like 10 seconds to answer this. Why did the stock go up after being caught stealing? Good question. Um, because instead of, of all, having to pay not... up here and you only got to pay out here? Yeah. Well, number one, they did not admit to any wrongdoing. Part of the settlements are usually is like that. And Uber confirmed that they did not admit to any wrongdoing. That's number one. Number two, a huge, huge potential headwind was lifted, meaning under the AG's agreement, drivers are all staying independent contractors look this is uber's playbook they're gonna they they're willing to talk to you as long as you give them your you give up collective bargaining rights and unionization right now in the um, state nlrb's case that's not happening yet so there still could be potentially under the state national labor board um they didn't agree for classification but under the state ag suit this suit they agreed that, that in the drivers are staying independent contractors. That's a huge win for Uber because Uber does not want anybody to be their employee other than their own 33,000, okay? And uh, so, yeah, it's a win because a headwind was lifted. And this playbook is pretty clear now, okay? They're either going to push Prop 22 all over the country, okay, which we don't like, period. Or they're going to push something like this that they come to agreement in New York, which I call it Prop Prop 22 light, actually, okay? Because there is yep. no healthcare stipend and there is nothing in here that the drivers should get excited about. But Chris will, you know, being from New York, he will talk about that. So that's why the stock went up and gained 14 billion in market capitalization. So, yeah. So this right here is the website. Uh, link is going to be in the description. So again, if you are in New York State, if you're driven between 2014, 2017, uh, this is November 10th, 2014, and May 22nd, 2017 for Uber. Uh, you could get back payments if you drove for Lyft between October 11th, 2015, and July 31st of 2017, then you may be getting it. Uh, now, for the majority of drivers, it's going to be New York State-based. New York City based. It's not going to be New York State because New York State had not allowed Uber and Lyft to operate until uh, the end of June of 2017. So. Um, Uber, Uber's payments may be all going to New York City. Um, Uber did operate in New York State until they pretty much stopped it. So 
Uh, you got to make sure you pay attention to when you are driving, if you were driving in New York State. Um, but yeah, basically go to the website. This is what you're going to see. Uh, if you had driven between, uh, you can file the claim on either side. You can file both claims if you were driving both. Uh, and then it gives you some FAQs underneath for that. Um, so it says, do you can currently drive for New York or, uh, for Lyft? Do you currently drive for Uber? And then kind of talks about that. Uh, underneath, you can look at the new benefits. So it's going to give you sick leave. Basically, it's 30 hours uh, that you work actively. Uh, everything's active. Again, you earn one hour sick up to 56 hours. Uh, the minimum payment for non-New York City drivers is $26. Uh, the thing is, it will increase as well. So it's going to go from 26 to 26.39 and then 26.78 uh, by June. After that, it will uh, increase annually due to inflation. Uh, there's going to be paid training. Uh, so you're going to get $15 per hour or the lowest minimum wage um, for training. You're going to get hiring notices and earning statements as well. Uh, chat support, which I think we all know, but they're going to expand the uh, languages that it's going to allow. So English, Spanish, Canadian, uh, as well, uh, or Canadian, French, I'm sorry, as well as uh, uh, Uber's got English, Spanish, French, Russian, Bengali, and Chinese which I think pretty much if they're going to AI support, which we're going to be talking about, you could code it pretty much in any language you want. Um, the, the one thing that I do like, though, uh, hopefully, hopefully this will be something that actually has some meaning is uh, activation to uh, appealing. Uh, so yeah. if you get deactivated or anything, uh, you have the ability to appeal it. Um, so this is for any reason um, that it's telling you. So whether it's a just activation, deactivation or an unjust deactivation, uh, having some sort of deactivation process or appeal, uh, I think can be a good thing for drivers uh, and then a settlement administrator. Uh, so this is Russ Consulting for um, the settlement page when it comes to the $328 million. Um, So yeah, if you're a driver, like I said, check out this page. This will give you a lot of information when it comes down to uh, everything that's going on in New York State. Um, so I think there is some decent things here when it comes to uh, Uber and Lyft uh, having to have these things, but will it actually pay out drivers? This is all based on active time. So you got $26, almost $27 at the beginning of June next year um, that it's going to be at, and then, you know, go up from there every, um, I think it's March 2nd or something. It, it shows in the FAQ. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, 26 is the 26, problem is active. This is active so. time. So this is only the time between you accepting a trip going to pick them up, picking them up, and then dropping them off. Those yeah. are the only time that it's active. So the time that you're sitting there, that's not active time. So you're not getting paid for that. And I think that could be a little bit of a problem when it comes to drivers and uh, what they're seeing, because what you see on there doesn't necessarily show active time. It says per hour. And then, you know, it kind of talks about uh, a couple of things where you have to decipher that. So I think that needs to be addressed a little bit. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, that is going to come down to active time. So it's very similar to what's going on with Prop 22. I think it should just be raise rates to a certain level across the state and call it a day, something similar to Washington and Seattle. Um, yeah. So well, that, that's what I think. But yeah, I mean, you know, the other thing is, you know, how many people that drove between 2014 and 2017 and, you know, the settlement was for the black car fund that New York State had. Um, how many people are still driving? And, you know, and, and obviously they have to get their money. I mean, 
uh, as we know, this is a very transitory crowd, right? You know, most drivers last less than a year. So uh, obviously, you know, if you watch this and if you drove then, back then, you know, um, Chris put up the link of the AG settlement or the Q&A part in the show notes. Um, you know, I mean, look, to me, to me, this is a win for Uber. There is, to me, there is no ifs and buts about it. Um, but again, um, this is, this is how they're going to do it, people. This is the way it's going to work out. Um, Uber says we will come to the table and negotiate state by state. They said they did not say this is exactly what's going to happen in every state, but we know what's happening in Massachusetts now with a prop 22 clone. And they said this clear flat out. They said state by state. This is our model. This is what we want to do. As long as you know, drivers want to stay independent contractors. We're okay with that. You know, we'll come to the table and give some, take some, talk about it and come up with a conclusion. And, um, you know, um, that's what it is. Um, I, I don't think there's much really to say. If you have any questions, you can send them to me. I read the whole thing. I understand the whole thing. So Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. And yeah, that's it. And uh, I, I, I think it was a pretty good exchange for Uber for this week anyway. So <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the thing is, I'm hoping it's just step one. I hope there's going to be yeah. more steps that are going to be coming yeah. to the table, which is going to be designed to actually help drivers. I think uh, over time, we're actually going to see if there's going to be any payouts when it comes to this minimum floor, because 26 per active hour is probably lower than what most drivers are going to be making uh, when it comes down to it. So, yeah, um, yeah it's I mean, yeah, there may be some that are going to pay, but uh, yeah, yeah it's, I mean, over, it's something I hope that we, we start looking at the Washington state model and kind of yeah. look at enacting a couple of things there as well. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, Uber's earnings were today. I listened to the conference call and great conference call. Really, this guy runs. He's a good talker, obviously. And, uh, you know, that this was talked about legislation pressure. And they said they feel pretty comfortable that, that what happened in New York and that's what they're going to support. And they're willing to sit down and talk. And, you know, they clearly said that. But the other thing is Uber is built on data. OK, we're going to talk about during the earnings segment of the show today, um, how much data these people are collecting. And that 26, by the way, did not magically appear, okay? <laughs> they have all this yeah. data, and they came up with that number because pretty much every driver is hitting that number, so they don't have to pay out of pocket too much, right? And, you know, they have the data on everybody. I mean, they have the data individually, by the day, by the hour, how much each driver makes, and 26 per active hour. You guys have to understand, if your utilization rate is only 50%, okay? Let's say you're busy only half of that 60 minutes with a passenger in the car and on your way to the passenger, you know, you take that 26 divided by half, divided by two, you're only earning $13. So 26 again is active hour and it's gonna depend on how busy you keep yourself and how many trips you take. And uh, look, the, the other thing that this is gonna do is it's gonna tell people, you know, accept everything. Uh, we're gonna back you up at 26 anyway, right? Except all the three, four, five dollar trips, as long as you're busy 60 minutes out of the 60, or even have auto accept on, right? Accept, 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 accept. We're backing you up at 26. You're not going to earn less than 26 an hour. I think this will help the ends pretty much. And and mm -hmm. I mean, it's quite different than Seattle's, a little bit different than Prop 22. So this is the newer model. For me, the Washington State Seattle model is still the winner, but uh, we'll see. Yep. We'll see where we go. No, I agree with that. I mean, the only thing, though, that's nice is that sick time. 
So yeah. basically for every 30 hours, you get one hour sick time and it's at that $26. So, yeah. you know, you get up to 56 uh, hours per year. So, you know, 56 hours times 26, you know, that's nice to, to yeah. be able to kind of not have to worry. So if you yeah. go out there and let's, let's just say you compare it to a normal job, which is maybe an eight hour shift, you know, that's seven days worth of uh, hours right there. So you get a full week off that could be paid for when it comes to sick time and all that. So yeah. um, that's at least, I think, cool. a benefit that's going to be good because that is, uh, you know, at that 26 per hour or whatever the rate rate's going to be because it is going to go up uh, that, uh yeah. basically almost to 27 so that is um, your backup no you don't you want to do more than 26 obviously okay oh, that yeah. is your backup that is your minimum so you have that's, a backup that's your floor yeah yeah that's the floor so don't think you're only going to get 26 you could get 50 i mean depending on your style of driving i'm just you know i'm just saying that you do have a backdrop and you have like something to lean back on if it's not busy you know whatever but I'm just saying, don't look at 26 and say, oh, I'm just only going to make 26. No, that is the floor. The ceiling is yours. So, mm -hmm. you know, the other thing is, let's just reiterate, on the second settlement with the NLRB of New York State, Uber and Lyft both are going to start um, depositing money into the state uh, un in, uh, unemployment, unemployment insurance fund. And that's also a pretty good win. I mean, you know, if, if they deactivate you for no reason, you appeal, you well, come out, you can collect unemployment. So here's the thing. Early oh. early 2020, they actually had to start paying into the fund. So they're also backtracking pay, but they're not sharing how much that settlement is because that settlement's sealed. So we're not going to know how much that is going to come down to the costs that are associated with it. That could be $100 million, That could be $500 million, That could be, you know, maybe even more. Who knows? Um, but I'm sure it's probably not that bad. Uh, but either way, yeah, it's sealed because they have to go back pay. And then, um, yeah, drivers are going to be able to collect unemployment when it comes down to it. So um, yeah. that can be a good thing. Um, hopefully, we'll see, have some more answers. Um, ABC had commented how um, they're in upstate New York as well. And they're making 30 an hour when it comes to P2 and P3, uh, which, yeah, I mean, they're talking about $35 uh, the average driver makes during active time. So uh that that just goes to show you if it goes down to 26 you're gonna have uh, a little bit of a makeup there so i mean yeah i mean we'll see what happens and yeah. you know we're talking we're gonna be talking yeah, about will tell how this is gonna well. work out this, this look yeah. this may be just a starting point just like seattle I washington hope. state you know they, they can they can add to it i i think um look you know drivers have a floor they're gonna stay independent over got what they wanted um yeah i mean Time will tell, man. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm if I'm a New York driver, you know, a newbie, don't know anything, don't know how to cherry pick, I'm taking everything, I have a guarantee of 26. Is it good? I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying my opinion over, I, I think, like this one. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and like, I, like I say, I, I think we just need to to continue going to the table and, and continuing increasing um, to make it more like a Seattle and Washington model, because that's yeah. a, again, to me, that's the same thing as it was what you say. Uh, I, I appreciate that. And I like that very much. Yeah. Uh, it just gives, you know, everything around all around very well. You're yeah. getting better pay per mile per time, uh, all that good stuff. You're getting, you know, sick time, you're getting paid time off, you're getting, um, you know, deactivation process and appeals. Um, so I think that one's pretty good there. So, um, we'll see. Yeah.
And I mean, I, I'm hoping that deactivation does do well. I hope that people will be able to appeal it. There'll be a quick process and, yeah. you know, it won't be a problem. Hopefully, maybe there will be back pay. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but either right. way, one of the things that you definitely need when it comes to any sort of appeal process, uh, this is something that was talked about in your Business Insider article, uh, is making sure that you screenshot everything because the yep. proof is with screenshots, but also having a dash camera is going to be key. So you want to make sure you have a dash camera. We like the display ride because it's going to upload to the cloud right away. Uh, so in the event that anything happens, you are going to be able to take care of it yourself. You'll be able to deactivate, uh, or I'm sorry, you'll be able to appeal that deactivation, hopefully because when it comes down to dash cameras, they do not lie. They tell you exactly what is happening. And so if somebody is going to go to an appeal, have this information and it shows that the passenger was lying, well, in that yeah. case, they're going to get back on the platform. Um, so yeah. again, this is something, uh, the display ride, enter code RSG20, and you're going to get it from $25 a month down to $20 a month with 20% off. And something that's really cool too is they just came out with a body cam. So if you're doing uh, food delivery, uh, you can do this with the body camera. So it gives you the vest, it gives you the camera, and it's normally $30 a month. But if you enter code RSG, uh, I'm just sorry, just RSG, uh, you're going to get it for 33% off at $20 a month as well too. So you may, can look at maybe getting both of them, getting one or the other. But yeah, this is their new product that came out. And uh, I think this is going to be really nice for uh, delivery drivers uh, out there to be safer, um, to be smarter, and uh, to be having that extra peace of mind when it comes down to it. Yeah, I agree. I have one. That was one my top point when it came to the article in the Business Insider. I go, you got to have a dash game. I don't care. Ten hours, twenty hours, seventy hours, whatever you're doing, you got to have a dash game these days. And uh, so, yeah, that's what we recommend. And as far as the body cam, you know, I think the vest comes with it too, right, Chris? They don't have to pay for the yep. vest. Yeah, the vest comes yeah. with it. Yeah, so yeah, it's I mean, it because you know, it's it's pretty hefty. So having yeah. having that is going to kind of take it off. You're not putting it on your shoulder or anything like that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good thing to have. Um, all right. So next one we talk about is. Well, first, uh, first, I think we're going to give away some money. And people were okay. uh, putting hashtag SMTMC, SMTMC in it already. Well, Sorry, we're not doing that one yet. You got to wait <laughs> until you see a little banner. We talk, start talking about it in order to get in on it. So yeah. if you already put it in, you're going to have to re-put it in. But. We're not doing hashtag SMT SMTMC yet. We're going to do hashtag money. So if you want your chance to win $25, put hashtag money in the chat uh, and we will get to see who the winner is in just a few minutes. Uh, before we do that, though, we do want to go to our next topic, and that's yep. going to be talking about uh, Uber support. Is Uber support going to go full AI? And is it going to be better than having people overseas versus AI, which is going to be better? So... Uh, we're going to be talking about that right now. Yeah. I actually got this in my app two days ago, um, either Friday or over the weekend. Okay. So it says support now is going to be in three separate choices. As a driver, you have three separate choices. Okay. One is a live chat, which is totally run by AI. Okay. And uh this you know it clearly shows on the screenshots it's going to be in your app so the choices are going to be live chat message meaning the usual cut and paste that used to go back and forth or you still have a choice for a phone call 
Okay, so I think it's pretty cool. But I, from what I heard today during the earnings conference call, all of these um, are going to be at some point shortly, you know, maybe not a year, but pretty soon, um, are going to be replaced by AI chatbots. And uh, hopefully, I was hoping, Chris, that the AI chatbots learn faster than Philippines and that, you know, that these live chatbots are um, not set up to deny and decline like the other bots that they were using for messaging, right? So, um, you know, the usual way is going to be, obviously, you click help, and then it'll give you the three choices, and you take your pick. And the explanation is in your apps. I mean, I don't know if you everybody got this over the weekend. Um, I got it. And I think I, I will use all three just to give it a run. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure at some points there will be a glitch that I need to oh, yeah. deal with, you know. So I will try all three and then give you guys my review after I deal with all three separately, which one worked better. So it says, according to Uber, chat is going to be the fastest. Okay, so every time we actually go to a you know, website for retailer, online retailer or whatever, you know, you guys know that little chat bot pops up on the side it goes hey i'm blah 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 how can i help you today it's going to be just like that and according to uber it's going to be the fastest way to resolve your problems the second one is going to be messaging and the banner is covering the what messaging will do but um you know uh, that's going to be slower right communication back and forth with us at your convenience will respond within 24 hours so chat is the fastest messaging is medium and if both fail you can always talk to Philippines. So <laughs> you can always call. Well, until, until it becomes an AI chatbot. So no. <laughs> when you're calling somebody, it's going to be an AI chatbot. So I it's going to be know. the same thing as whether it's the chat that you're you're actually texting on the phone versus the phone call itself. We all know that. Yeah, yeah I mean, look, I, I will give this live chat a shot on the first glitch that I run into. And and hopefully the the, the they're going to learn fast. Um and, you know, look, the, the most debilitating thing for a driver is after a long shift, you're just banging don't your head against shit. the wall. It's like, bro, yeah. I don't, I want my three bucks. Okay. That's all I want. So give me my money. And, you know, <laughs> it just takes too long. Hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, this will, you know, uh, solve that problem. And I will definitely test it out. I will test all three and give you guys my review because this just showed up in my app so i don't know how many of you have it i'm in la, LA california so um we'll see yeah I, you know so i i was thinking about this if i if it's going to be better or not and i think it's i think it's actually going to start off probably a lot worse and we're probably going to have a lot of laughs and uh, uh, uh people who are watching this send us your crazy chats when you get the live chat because i'm sure there's probably going to be a lot of mistakes and issues and stuff like that but I think within time, it's going to be really well. Uh, and I mean, just look at ChatGBT. So if you use that, um, you know, some of those things that you can get responses can actually be pretty good, while others can be pretty bad. So I think um, over time, it'll probably learn predictively pretty well. Um, and I think it'll have a much better grasp on things when it comes to how to deal with support issues and things like that, because it's one, it's going to train from itself. So if you have that issue and then somebody else has that issue, it's going to kind of come in the same thing. Um, usually yesterday <laughs> got $20. Nice. Um, but yeah, I, I, honestly, I, th I think it's going to be probably better overall because when we talk to somebody who's in the Philippines, 
one, they don't understand what we're talking about. They're just chat support. <laughs> um, so they don't know the same things that we're going through. I'm not saying an AI is going to know that, but it's at least going to be coded by the people who work at Uber. And Absolutely. they're going to be able to put in the parameters that need to be met and all that stu stuff. So I think it's yeah. actually probably going to be better than chatting with somebody yeah. in the Philippines in due time. Yeah. Um, no, driving style, no. And no. And no. <laughs> There's your no, we don't talk to Uber crew. Uh, <laughs> Uber crew, absolutely not. Do they get paid? Uh, I think they do now. Yes, they do get a stipend. I think now they get paid. Um, they get a, uh, they get a stipend, but it's it's not like it's it's not a lot. It's look, look. The, the Uber crew is what it is. It's handpicked drivers, bunch of Kool Aid drinkers. I applied a few months ago. I didn't get picked, obvious reasons, and so that's that um uber crew is not who i talk to i talk to uh, different people at uber um it was like a third party pretty, pretty, pretty high up uh, <laughs> and roxy you got to tell us did you use the chat messaging or the live support to get your 20 bucks put chat live or messaging so we'll know where you got it you just left like a message now i'm wondering 15 minutes to get 20 bucks is pretty good chris yeah <laughs> No, like, like I say, I, I think it's going to be a, a very fast turnaround if if they I implement so. something that's going to be a chat GBT <laughs> style uh, API or something like that. Um, so whether they're using part of that or whether they're creating their own, um, yeah. I don't know. But I, th I think it's going to be better because they're going to be able to, to put certain instances in. And then, you know, if, if it flags it where yeah. it can't fix it, it can probably flag it to somebody who can look at it and then you know they can either fix it or you know add that coding into it um do a lot of different things so uh, i think i think it's going to be better overall yeah i uh, derek I uh, welcome to the show uh, the answer for that is hell no uh <laughs> for 20 bucks 130 miles but derek i don't know how long you've been driving buddy we <laughs> talk about this all the time after each trip people please pull over don't take off like mario andretti you're not in a rush to go to the next passenger Check the car, back seat, front seat, check it all because then you don't have to have this kind of headache to drive 130 miles to return a phone for 20 bucks. Okay. That's yeah. just, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do these things, man. So honestly, it, uh, let me ask you, what would you do in that situation? If you were in Derek's situation, would you go the 130 miles? No, what I would do is I would tell the passenger, up. I don't want any money from you. Call an Uber from where I'm at to your address. I'll give the phone to the Uber driver, they'll bring it to you. And that'll, that's what I do if it's that far. If it's maybe 20 miles, I may meet him halfway or whatever. But my range is 20 miles, bro. I am, you know, you forgot the phone there. It's your responsibility. Obviously, some of it is mine because I didn't check it because I was in some sort of rush. Um, no, I'll tell the passenger, hey, I'm not driving 130 miles. And, you know, don't deal with the passenger on the side saying, give me some cash. Then they'll report you. You don't want to deal with any of that stuff. Now, if they offer saying, look, I'll give you a Venmo of 50 bucks to bring it to me, then then it's up to you. Um, but yeah, I I, I, mean, I wouldn't do that. You know, let me, them teach a lesson. I, I would do what, uh, what a couple of people in chat are doing. And they're saying, dude, to either mail it or have it FedExed or something. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, I, I think that would be a much better option because then it, it's probably going to be cheaper than doing Uber Connect uh, to drop that package off or something. But yeah, it's it's definitely uh, uh, something where I would not be driving out that far. No, I'm not uh, going to go that. do that, especially yeah, not for twenty dollars. There's no way in hell. Yeah, yeah. Uber, yeah, Uber Connect. A lot of people saying, yeah, great idea. You know, a driver will make some money if they take on the job to take the phone back. 
uh, Uber will make some money, you know, and the passenger, uh, you know, will f- probably will cost them less. I mean, 120 miles is a long way, though. That Uber Connect is going to probably cost them 80, 90 miles. And that's, that's just one way. It's 120 yeah. miles and then 120 miles back. Yeah, I'm so, not doing it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a lot. Not a uh, chance. <laughs> I mean, if that person was going to be around town or something uh, in yeah. the next couple of days, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll I'll keep it safe. I'll meet it up with you or something. But yeah. other than that, yeah, I would be uh, trying to figure something else out. Yeah, uh, I agree. Whether I agree. whether it's Uber so, Connect, whether it's FedEx uh, or something, but just like you know, look, just like you can you can prevent, avoid all these problems. They're just like for deactivation. I put like. Great, really, really great. Some pointers how to not get deactivated. You, you still can. It's not a guarantee, you know, in the BI article. But in this case, um, you know, we talked about that cat that was lost or whatever happened, right? Lyft was up and down trying to find that cat a few couple of weeks ago or whatever it was. Yeah. You need to stop after you drop it off, especially at night, because especially at bar hours, people are drunk, be whatever. They take their phone out, listen to music, whatever, and they leave it there. You need to pull over at the best spot, stop, look in, you know, look in your backseat, the cracks. I have done this forever because after one time, I somebody left their phone in my car and I went through that experience. I'm like, no. So there is, you know, you can avoid all these problems by taking small precautions. And that's a really, really, you know, helpful hint for you guys. So. Yeah, definitely. That's that's probably the best thing. Just look behind you. <laughs> Turn the light on, look, and you're good to go. What kind of dollars right. is that, bro? Is that like, uh, I don't know, Mexican dollars? <laughs> I'm not sure. Right? $1,000. Oh, that that phone must have had some very important things that, on it or something. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> something special. Yeah, why didn't he have all his uh, drug dealers' phone numbers in there? What's happening there? <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know something. Uh, but uh, speaking know. of twenty five dollars, uh, instead of twenty dollars, uh, and you don't even have to drive anywhere. You could just uh, enter hashtag money. So uh, there you go. Hashtag Let's money. see who's the winner. Yeah. Uh. 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 Mayor. Congratulations, Mayor. Mayor. You are today's winner of $25. Make sure you hit up Sergio, Sergio at the rideshareguide.com, and he will get no you your money. No email, no money. Yep, no email, no and, money. And you guys have you guys have 24 hours to email me. Because there was a guy like this last week, he emailed me from episode 65, Chris. Holy crap. When was that, bro? Sorry. It was like <laughs> that was 15 three. weeks ago. Like, today, is eight, today is 80. Is 65 yeah, was 15 weeks ago. He goes, it went into my spam and my spam got deleted. I go, that's not my problem. (laughs) But anyway, we're going to try to make it up. So the mayor, please, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. 24 hours you have to get your money. Um, All right, next one. All right. Well, let's talk about Uber earnings. The earnings call just went out the other or earlier this morning, the conference call. Uh, You listened to it. You had some takeaway. Uh, You texted me saying drivers are fucked all capital letters. <laughs> um, so uh, we're, we're definitely going to be talking about that and why. Oh, okay. Um, but, Not that you started that way. <laughs> Not that you started that way, Chris. <laughs> well, we this, I don't think we need to talk about it. Chris said it. Drivers are effed. There you go. <laughs> um, okay. Um, all I know is this guy is a master at communication. Okay. Uh, he introduced a new CFO. Uh, who came over from uh, uh, ADI and uh, analog devices. 
And uh, Nelson Chai is out uh, as the old CFO for five years. Um, so the quarter was good. You know, they missed, you know, they, they like, I mean, these numbers are so convoluted. If anybody understands it, please let me know. But I did read all through it. Um, look, Uber does this with their earnings very well. Okay. They have like 25 columns. Okay. <laughs> they just shift numbers around and make things look good. Okay. So the reason it says miss analyst expectations is because they moved the column of some money from the column of, because they have investments all over the world, okay, which are underwater, but they mark those to market up and down, up and down. So when they need good numbers, they'll just move it into that column. When they need to take a little bit of a loss, make it like, you know, make it like they did not do as well, they move it into that column. So nobody understands his earnings. I do understand it, but for me to explain it to you guys, it's not necessary. Now, however, listening to the, the numbers are the numbers. These are impressive numbers, Chris. I don't care how much hate there is for Uber on this planet, okay? All right. Remember the 2.3 billion trips, Chris? Yep. You want the 2.44 billion trips, Chris. Wow. That's a lot. That's 100 million okay. more rides per quarter in the quarter. Yes, in additional rides on top of the 2.3, right? So more shaving possibilities now. So so now we have to up our shaving level to 250 million a quarter. We were at 230 million a quarter. Now we're at 250 million a quarter. But all joking aside, um, they're doing over a million trips per hour, seven days a week, 365 days a year, every single hour. That's the average. That's ridiculous. And I always wonder how the shit works as well as it does at million trips per hour, people. Think about this. Think about the scale. The other thing that blew me away was they had 134 million MAUs or monthly active users. They changed the acronym for that now to MAPC to confuse me more. Until I figured that out, I spent 10 minutes. What the heck is MAPC? They went to 142 million, Chris, from 134 million last quarter. So people are using Oof. Uber right, left, sideways. Uber Eats, Uber Connect, Uber this, Uber that, Uber Boat, Uber shit, Uber, 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 right? 142 million MAPCs, which is monthly active paying customers. I don't know why they changed it, but they changed it. I don't know why. The numbers are good. Companies hitting on all cylinders. However, while Chris said the drivers are effed, here's the other here's the other numbers. Okay. Okay. Last quarter there were five million active drivers. In one single quarter, single, which is three months, people in business. Today, active driver count is at six. 6.5 million drivers. Let me let me reiterate that to you Ooh. guys. 6.5 million active drivers. From 5 million to 6.5 million. Million and a half newbies showed up to drive. And Uber couldn't be happier, more happy about it. Now, you all wonder why you get a ping an hour? Is exactly because of that. I, if this does not, you know, hit the headline of our show today, which is our Uber and Lyft markets oversaturated, well, there's your answer. They went from five to six and a half. Dara was gloating and saying that the reason for people to come to the platform is because of upfront fares, because of the total transparency that, that it provides the driver. Drivers don't have to think much. That's why they grew the driver base. Bullshit. supply. <clears throat> Did you just say bullshit? 
Yeah. <laughs> Here, so, I, I, I mean, he, yeah, he, he can said, sell he a catch a popsicle to a woman in white gloves. Yeah, he said, he said the six and a half million active drivers. Okay. Listen to this, people. Uber contributed to the pockets of these drivers and conversely into the general economy, $15.9 billion with a B. Okay. That includes tips um, and incentives, obviously. $16 billion almost went into the pockets of drivers. Okay. You cannot argue with that. That's a lot of shit ton of money. Okay. Yep. Lastly, lastly. But, but that pie split 5 million ways. Yes. And you're getting that little sliver. Well, now that you're, you're splitting that pie to six and a half million uh, slivers now. That question was asked by an analyst. They said, it seems like now your supply, when they say supply, by the way, at the conference call, by the way, this all of you, you can go listen to this. It's on the Uber's website. Initially, you have to sign on, but now it's open to public. You guys can go listen. This is a 45-minute conference call. They were. They said that the, the um, six and a half million, obviously, is an all-time high. So markets are going to be oversaturated, obviously. Mm -hmm. And 16 billion is a lot of money going to the drivers. This is just Uber. Figure out DoorDash, Grubhub, you know, Instacart. Um, the gig economy is huge, okay? And um, the amount of trips they did blew me away. Now, the important part was this. They said supply may be outstripping demand for the first time in the company's history, Chris. Okay? Supply being the driver count outstripping demand meaning demand is still growing i mean look two it went from 2.3 billion trips to 2.44 billion trips okay so the demand is strong it's still there and in all markets they are at pre-pandemic or better levels okay i mean it was like a glowing quarter there was nothing wrong with as far as the company is concerned however on lastly on the downside he says the cost of acquisition of drivers is very low, the lowest it's ever been, meaning all the bonuses they put out to onboard new drivers. And the other thing that he was talking about is that the cost of running the existing driver base is very low now, just because there are so many drivers, they don't have to put out incentives. They call that cost of running yep. the business. And they said in the US, that's down 50% from last year. Last year's same quarter, same third quarter. So incentives are down 50% on average in one year. And going forward, they see the same thing continuing. They see the same, more people joining the platform. They said, we're going to continue recruiting. We're going to continue onboarding because we want our ETAs to go down and we want surge to disappear. Well, surge is going to disappear if you have that much, that many more drivers in every city, right? So now when drivers say, I'm only getting a ping an hour, now you guys know why that's happening. And uh, yeah, it was an amazing quarter as far as Uber is concerned. Last thing last, they are heavily, heavily using AI and machine learning. They are, he says in one part, actually the onboarding of drivers have been aided by the heavy usage of AI because AI is better than a human when you upload a document. It does it faster. It reads it faster. It approves it faster. Um, as far as onboarding, that's helping. Obviously, we talked about chat. They're going to AI for sure. But he also said the algorithm, the upfront algorithm is constantly learning. And I did not understand this, but he said, even made fun of, he said, why would anybody price a trip on time and distance? 
And I'm like, I'm uh, not sure because uh, that, that's what it should be in transportation. But long story short, um, it was a great quarter for Uber and drivers are effed because there is million and a half more of us out there than it was last quarter. So, yep. And on top of that, let's be real on the reasons why there's so many more drivers. First, somebody said in the comments, there's a lot of people coming into the country uh, that can now work, which we're going to be talking about actually in our next segment. That's one of them. Uh, and then the other side of the coin is how bad everything is going out there. So the economy is not in a good place and people are having to work more in order to bring home less to try to pay the bills. So what are you going to do? You're going to resort to other avenues of trying to make money, whether that's Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, some sort of gig, whether that may be an OnlyFans, but who knows? There's a lot of different things going on when it comes down uh, to all this. So yeah, people are trying to make money and unfortunately it's going to screw a lot of us because... Right. If you got to split the pie six and a half million ways instead of five million ways, yeah. uh, that's that's a giant chunk, right? There. I mean, what's the percentage difference between one and a half million more 30%, drivers from five million? Thirty percent. Thirty percent. Almost 30, five to six yeah, and a half. Right there. Yeah. yeah so you got thirty percent more drivers on the platform in one quarter, which is three months, yeah. and now you know why things are looking thirty percent worse. Yeah. So. So and and. and, and to, to, to piss everybody off here, more than what I already said. I'm just a messenger, so don't shoot me. Don't send me hate mail, please. I'm just a messenger. He said, okay, this, 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 see, okay. There is six and a half million drivers now, okay? You know, actually, you know what? I just thought about this. Okay. He said, nationwide, earnings are at their highest level per driver. You guys can go listen. I'm just a messenger. Don't shoot me. He said, nationwide, average driver earnings, including incentives and tips, stands at $33 per active hour. And he said, in New, York City, it's, in New York City, it's $50 per active hour. Again, per active hour. Let's do this. You know, I want to create a folder, which I don't have, which I need, like a hole in the head, people. How about this? Because all of you say, bullshit, 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 bullshit. Nobody's making 33. I get it. However, this is the CEO of actually at the closing price today, Chris, hundred billion dollar market capitalization at fifty bucks. They have two billion shares outstanding. Okay, how about you people send me statements? Okay, meaning not statements, but you know, like last week's earnings. The hours are there, the money you earned is there, because everybody says I'm not making thirty three dollars an hour again. There's a huge distinction between online hour and active hour. I mm. want to collect some data. And at one of my really brilliant drunk moments, I want to ship that data to Dara saying that, look, I have like 800 drivers who email me their weekly earnings. None of these 800, you know, are earning 33 per active hour. But you got to send me active hours. Okay. So, yeah, let's do that. Let's just, you know, have some fun. Yeah. With that. I'd like, you know what, I'd, I'd like to see, though, earnings trends over. I'd like to get a lot of uh, data, though, not just currently, but I'd also like to go back. You know, we, we start going back in time, and then that way we can plot out and see where our driver earnings actually going. Are they actually going up like they're saying? Are they going down? Uh, are they staying the same? I mean, what's going on there? So, uh, yeah, I'd well. be interested to know exactly what what that type of data looks like. Yeah, I have the data. Yeah, I would like to actually do that, uh, you know, collection like that and send it to them. 
And he was going to say it's a small sample size. Out of six and a half million drivers, you only have 500 drivers. I get it. That's what he will say. But you know what? I mean, you know, I mean, not everybody's making 33 in active hours, Chris. I know that for a fact. The average is that. So New Yorkers are making 50. Somebody in Nashville, which I know the rates are shit. And now they have the new surge with the clouds now, right? I'm going like, there's no way anybody in Nashville is making 33 bucks of active hours. So I was just kind of averaging it out. LA is averaging people up, you know, and San Francisco, San Diego. California is averaging people up probably. And to me, it's like, look, the company as a company is doing well because they're charging more. They're paying as little as possible. They're taking their cut. Uh, by the way, the take rate stayed. Actually, it was less than the last quarter. So the take rate went down. But because the trips went up from 2.3 to 2.44 and the costs went down because cost, meaning your incentives are all going down. We all complain about, oh, incentives are shit. Yeah, that's part of the cost. And that's pushing their take rate up back up to. Uh, so basically they can lower the rates for the passenger and, you know, create more demand for themselves. And um, look, um, that's why next week, Chris, you don't know this, but I'm announcing it now. We're going to start teaching how to be a cherry picker. And it's going to be called the anatomy of a cherry picker. Okay. We need to, we need to start doing this because look, you know, there's not all bad here. 2.44 billion trips. In 2.44 billion trips, there are some cherries, Beagle. Okay. Stop crying that there are no cherries. There are going to be some cherries in there. And let me tell you something. I have some LA drivers who are absolutely killing it. Okay. So I know your city is not LA, but, you know, we need to start teaching how to cherry pick and better. Yep. Oh yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about the next thing, which is uh, more oversaturation news and uh, an unfortunate thing when, when it comes to hearing 5 million to six and a half million new drivers. Um, <laughs> there's more drivers that will uh, uh, possibly be coming very soon. Yeah. Then that's the next one. Huh? Uh, you have the Uber third quarter thing up. Oh, whoops. There we go. Yeah. Okay. This is a touchy, touchy subject, people. Okay. I'm trying to try to as PC as possible. I wanted to talk about this actually next week. I, I think on the 13th of December or something like that. I don't know. Um, I'm going to be on Money Hungry with Kim and Zach because they're kind of shying away from talking about these things. All right. Listen, this is a huge problem for all existing drivers. Okay. Look, we're, we're a country built on immigrants. I'm an immigrant. I have nothing against it. You know, bring me everybody. But when you allow 500,000 Venezuelan migrants to work legally in this country, guess where do you, where do you think they're all going to go? And, and there are some unscrupulous, shady-ass characters making these people work. But we're going to talk about that on a segment separately because this is a huge issue. And Uber and Lyft and DoorDash can all stop this by more frequent ID checks meaning selfies, okay? They're not doing it because it fits their bill. But out of this 500,000, how many people do you think people are going to go into gig work, okay? Rent a car and get out there and drive, add to oversaturation, or do food delivery, okay? A ton, because they have work permits already, and that's what they're going to do. I don't blame these people. Now, if you come from Venezuela... And there you're making 50 bucks a month. And then he today here, you're going to make 100 bucks a day. I mean, hey, to them, it's great. To us, it's horrible. Okay. So 
there is a huge problem that people are not talking about, which I actually talking about a couple of journalists today about this. You know, Uber and Lyft has to come, and DoorDash specifically, have to come clean about this. Because a lot of deliveries are being done, and it says Sergio is going to bring your food, and, you know, uh, Mary is showing up at the door. Or Mary is supposed to bring the food, Sergio is showing up at the door. There are accounts that are being sold in the black market to be able to get on DoorDash and do this. And DoorDash and Uber Eats specifically in the in the delivery world are not stopping this. Look, as rideshare drivers, we all know, right? How many? Every six hours you get a verification, you know, notification. They have to take a picture of selfie of yourself to keep driving, right? Why aren't they doing it here on deliveries? Because it fits their bill. Because all those $2 trash orders are being delivered by these poor people. And lastly, on this subject, there are mafias. There are unscrupulous, shady pieces of shit in this country who are exploiting these people and discriminating against these people and making them work, saying that here's a DoorDash account. Go work. Okay, great. Well, I'm going to give you 50 bucks a day. Well, if you work on DoorDash 12 hours and accept every freaking order, okay, you're going to make 20 bucks an hour gross. Okay, well, that's $240. They're giving the person 50 bucks a day and collecting the rest. The money these people, these poor immigrants, are not even making the money that they're making because there are people out there with accounts who are shipping it right and left, right share as well. Number two, it's a safety problem. It's a huge safety problem. Okay, none of these people are background checked. And to me, this could be ended immediately by all these companies, but they're not doing it. And I've felt compelled to talk about this. Now, I don't know, you guys hate me or love me about this, but this is going to definitely add to the oversaturation problem. In fact, in Chicago, 12,000 of them are already doing this. And here it is. So I am like, I don't know, but I'm not, a, this is not a political issue. This is an issue about protecting these immigrants from these shady ass. MFers out there who are making them collectively work for nothing, basically. But if you came from Venezuela and somebody's giving you 50 bucks a day to go to DoorDash for 12 hours, hell, you're going to do it because you were making 50 bucks a week as opposed to a day in Venezuela, right? So I don't want these people to get taken advantage of. And I need these companies to stop this ASAP. This is also happening in rideshare. And companies are shying away from stopping this. Ask every driver every two hours to take a photo ID of themselves. This will end immediately. So there you go. So I'm, I'm really, really passionate about this. And I don't want these immigrants' first experience in this country to be working for some mobster or whatever they're doing, okay? And, and, and I don't want these people taken advantage of, but I also don't want the existing brothers and sisters of mine to, to get effed because half a million more people just showed up. So that's it. You know, I, I know not too many people will touch this, but I go, screw it. Open the Pandora's box. Yep. No, I mean, it needs to be said because we all need to know what's going on. So the biggest thing is if you're driving and there's a bunch more drivers on the platform, uh, what is that going to look like? What does that mean? You know, again, like you said earlier, less uh, weekly bonuses and quests. I'm not getting my weekday quests anymore. Uh, only weekend and they're starting to go down so who knows if those are going to go away as well too soon uh, yeah. same thing when it comes to the surge maps yeah. you're not necessarily going to see the surge maps or it's not going to look the same as it was so you got to be really really smart out there really strategic at this time and yeah. uh, hopefully i mean hopefully in the near future we may see the swing pendulum back 
but who knows well, if that's yes, going to actually the trend happen? Trend is not. not your friend, buddy. The trend is not the, the, the driver's friend as far as earnings is concerned. A million and a, it's yep. so, it's simple supply and demand. If you have thirty oh, yeah. percent more drivers, you you know, and the the, the pings stay constant, your your uh, <laughs> you know your the pings are going to be less. Down. Your utilization is going to be lower. So I. But but there are cherries out there. I'm telling you, I'm so excited about this next uh, segment next week about how to cherry pick, not 101, like we're graduating now because everybody knows how to cherry pick, hopefully, that watch us. But yeah, CPU needs a big comeback. And bro, I'm telling you, some of these drivers in LA, bro, whew, I'm just loving. Every time they send me a screenshot, I guess goosebumps. <laughs> I go like, wow, <laughs> this is still possible. So... Cherries are there, people. Just gotta be patient. Oh yeah. Well, let's uh, let's talk about uh, on a better note. Let's talk about some of the earnings that some drivers can be making in Seattle and Washington, and probably the reasons why we enjoy it and like it so much. Yeah. Okay. These are recent earnings. Did you match them up week to week, Chris? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I sent you. I sent you in a jumble. I'm sure you did. Okay. So. I had right. to, yeah. They were all yeah, over I know, the place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I was like tired, bro. I go like, okay, you can take care of this one. <laughs> um, so this guy, a very good close friend of our show, uh, uh, he sent me his weekly, you know, from August. And uh, actually, he, he went to vacation. That's why it ended there. But he sent me four weeks worth of his earnings. This is from Washington State. He is not in the Seattle, city of Seattle, Okay. And it's a mixture of earnings. So in the city of Seattle, the rates are $1.50 a mile and 64 cents a minute. But it's, this is a mixture in Washington state. They're lower. They're $1.30 a mile and 38 cents a minute. So here's the deal. This is his earnings from on both platforms. He multi-apps, obviously. So let's take the higher end. Um, so he, on Uber, he grossed $1,411.16. And on Lyft, he grossed $1,246. So... If you look at his online hours max between the two apps, both apps on at the same time, um, 54 hours, let's take 55 hours. So at 55 hours, $2,600, $2,700. This is possible. And and if you look at the if you look at the screenshots, people, there is no promotions here. Okay. You know, there is no promotions at all because they don't put out promotions because the rates are so high. The reason he's making this money he's making is because of the rates. Okay. And he did 68 trips on Uber and how many trips? 55 trips on Lyft. So that's 123 trips all week. 123 trips. Uh, he grossed about 2,700. So that comes to about 25 average. The reason for that is also $1.50 a mile and 64 cents a minute or higher rates. Plus he has 70% of um, what employees have as far as uh, sick leave, paid time off and all that good stuff and, and, and just the activation stuff. So next week, uh, let's see what he did. Uh, week after 1619 on Uber, 48 hours online, and 737 on Lyft. That's about $2,300, $2,400. 40 trips on uh, Lyft, 60 trips on Uber, 100 trips. Again, his average is about $2,425. This is what we want. This, uh, William, he does not get, there are very few surges. Look, you don't need surge if you're driving for buck fifty a mile and 64 cents a minute. And next week, next week again, you know, this is August 21 to August 28th, 1471 on Uber and 886, so about $23, $2,400. Again, he drove 53 hours online on one. This week, he did more trips. It looks like 126 trips. 
And uh, but if you look at Lyft book time versus his, uh, <laughs> see, this is why Lyft is saying, Chris, that they're earning like 33, 35 book time. This guy is earning like $70 or some shit <laughs> book time. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm going like, wow. Yeah. So this is what's possible, people. Um, you know, and I think I sent you one more. All right. Or this was it. No, that was it. Uh, that was it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, week after week, the guy's grossing 50, 52, 55 hours. That's online on Uber. So I'm active. I'm, I'm guessing if he's at, because he accepts 96% of his chips, there's no reason to decline chips at buck 50 a mile and 64 cents a minute. And his utilization is like uh, pretty high. And so let's say he's active hour, 40 hours, 45 hours actively driving and 23 to 2,500 bucks. That's 40, 50 bucks active hour, 35 to 38 online hour and that's how life is in washington and seattle and that's what we want to do everywhere yep. so i think that's going to be much better because uh 26 per active hour when it comes down to it probably again not going to be really paid out uh unless you're just not doing something right um yeah or for the people who who don't do it right but then you know the drivers who are doing right um unfortunately yeah. they don't get anything that's going to help pick them up so yeah. uh you know it's it's a problem right there yeah but so uh, i see a question that the yaba bababu or i forgot you went too fast you can add um uber online hours and lift online hours and add them up and say oh this guy was working 100 hours no the, both apps are on at the same time like i i do yep. in la when i go drive i had seven apps on at the same time so <laughs> each one has 50 yeah. hours of you know online time i'm not working 50 hours online uh but uh this is no what i'm trying to say the reason i put this up is because making 25 or grossing 25 27 three grand a week is still a possibility in 50 hours 50 60 hours is because of the rates okay yep. so uber math uber math don't add when you pay me 60 cents a mile and 21 cents a minute i cannot make this kind of money i just can't but at buck 50 yeah, you'd, ha you'd have to do three times the amount <laughs> exactly just to get there it's possible so let's push for this people instead of the new york thing that happened or prop 22 let's push for something like this nationwide how about that yeah that that's definitely a lot better of a situation going on is the seattle washington now yeah. the different i'm not sure what about prop 22 in california can it be added on i to actually or? asked that to uber i asked that to uber um uber said um we can't comment it's in litigation i agree with them but i think we probably will have an answer first, hopefully by the end of the first quarter of next year out of the Supreme Court of California. So, yeah, well, that that's whether it's going to be constitutionally upheld or yeah. not. But what I'm asking yeah. is, let's say everything's good to go. Prop 22 is law of California. Yeah. Can they add to it? Is that step one? Can they start bringing in step two? Or no. is it something like the nine tenths? Uh, to make any changes is yeah, going to be you need nine tenths, and they don't they're not going to add anything to it they already said that this is as good as the program can be actually it's a very good program they said i'm going like how's it good it eliminates 80 <laughs> to 85 percent of drivers bro nobody drives 25 hours active every week to get the healthcare stipend what kind of bullshit is that i'm trying to get yeah. some answers you know what i mean they just they come back to you with all this mumbo jumbo and i go like this is not even the question this feels like i'm talking to over support what's wrong with you people and uh yeah yeah he does take all trips his uh, uh, acceptance rate is 96 percent bear close uh, you would take that too at buck 50 64. um yeah i mean yeah. my my acceptance rate would be way higher with rates from Seattle what is your acceptance Washington. rate mine is like 12. mine is 34. 
34 yeah it'll be uh, mine will be 90 plus for at sure. least that's and last time i looked it's around there yeah it have never yeah, been oh yeah same here same here absolutely and uh i i think that would turn any cherry picker into uh, an ant pretty much with those types and of rates one i will i will i will, <laughs> I will switch your unions from cpu to yeah. afu like that <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. yeah. Well, the reason why I ask if if anything can be added to Prop 22 is because that's yeah. what they're doing with Seattle and Washington. Is they're taking know. you know step one, then going to step two, then going to step three, and now I they're like that. step four or five. Yeah. Um, but that's the same thing that I'm more curious about too with New York. Is it going to be something? Uh, I mean, there's no uh, restrictions on that, so it could be things that could be brought back to the table and re-agreed upon where there could be some extra benefits so i'm i'm hoping it's just step one and then we can move on to step two step three yeah i think in new york in new york i think you have a chance because it's open-ended in in california it's pretty set with prop 22 what the benefits are and what how many hours you have to drive you know the 120 percent of minimum wage and all that stuff is pretty set um unless it's unconstitutional then ball game starts all over um yep. but we'll see yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Well, let's move on. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit of a funnies. Let's see. Uh, Do we give money? I, I, you got it, huh? No, no, no. Are we're not we doing money, money just yet. Oh, we're not doing money uh, yet. No, not just yet. Um, the okay. one thing you're gonna have to fill me in. Are we gonna bring people on to this or no? Yeah, if you want. Okay. Do we have Let time? Me, uh, Do we have time? Uh, we yeah, we can. Let me uh, copy. Okay, that. we'll bring in three people. How about this? Three people. Three. Are we at the funnies yet? Yeah, we are. I see it. We're at the funnies. Yeah, yeah. We can bring three people. Three people. Three. So the first three takes the cake. <laughs> All right. Oh, so there's my hold on. In... There's my uh, LA chief of staff of Cherry Pickers United right there, Mr. Gambit right there. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that guy is a sweet cherry picker, bro. Sweet. Mm. Nice. Well, let's uh, let's invite some people on. Uh, we're gonna go through the funnies. We'll Three. see you. We can see you in the back uh, in the green room. We'll call it. Um, but in any way, you could come on and enjoy. Um, I put the uh, streamyard link there. So if you want to come on, uh, we'll give you five minutes to talk. We'll bring three people on um, just for time purposes. And next week, uh, next week we'll bring more people on. How about that? Next, next week we'll have right. a guest. Yeah, sounds good. Um, so yeah, you, you're gonna have to tell me about this picture right here. I mean, I know okay, this you is know Donnie, who this is, right? You know who this is. I know this is Donnie. That's uh, Donnie. But... Donnie, are you here, Donnie? Okay, this was his. I didn't Halloween see him. I'm not sure. Bro. This was oh, his Halloween okay. outfit. Yeah, and he sends. You know, Donnie is Donnie, bro. What am I gonna do with Donnie? You know, Donnie emails hey, me. Is Jeff here? I it don't looks know. Like his he little. Knows. It looks like Jeff's little uh, uh, mannequin. Uh, her hand got trapped uh, in in his. Uh... Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's Donnie Disco. Uh, the reason he's named Donnie. I mean, we have a behind the wheel interview with this gentleman, who's very popular, and uh, so there you go. This was his. And then there's a hand sticking out of his white suburban back there. He does excel. He's in Biloxi, Mississippi. Uh, he kills it, bro. His tips are like crazy yeah. every week, but he's in a casino town, so everybody's happy, everybody's drunk, whatever. And you know, he's in his 60s, he's working hard 40, 50, 60 hours a week, and he's making his money. And you know, yep. Donnie, thumbs up. There you go. Oh, Sunshine yeah. Man is here. Yeah, uh, Sunshine <laughs> oh, yeah, Man, yeah, by the way, not Lily's hand. 
Lily's the man is going to be very famous person pretty soon Uh, because (laughs) Uber got a hold of Dara has his book and uh, Uber got a hold of him already saying can we take this national so Sunshine Man is all going to forget all about show me the money and he's going to go on his book tour and all this shit you know what I mean so hopefully Sunshine Man (laughs) Jeff you don't do that you don't well if if you make it up to Buffalo then we'll be able to uh We'll go to the book signing. There, there's a, uh, what is it, Borders that's around, so, or Barnes Noble or whatever it is now. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah we got to give some free books, Sunshine Man. How about that? Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's look yeah. at the next thing. This is, uh, yeah, this one this is a love funny. fest between the two CEOs, huh? Look at this shit. You think they're just the brothers of best of friends and look at them. They're hugging each other and shit. This is not Photoshop, bro. This is from, uh, I know this, I this is on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, no, yeah, Twitter or LinkedIn. I think it was LinkedIn. Um, they go, Dara Koshoshai and I may not agree on anything, but we agree about kids and reading. I'm like, yeah, I 100% agree. And kids and doing code, actually, girls coding, okay? And I was like, wonderful. So whose smile is fake out of the other, the, those two? So the one <laughs> on the left, the David Richer, we interviewed, okay? The one on the it's right is Dara Koshoshai. So Mr. Koshoshai, look, yeah, come on. I mean, we have like a couple of months until the end of the year, okay? Like, this year was a fantastic year for our crew. Let's just end with a bang with you coming on the show and, you know, talking to us for about half hour, 45 minutes. How about that? Open invitation, sir. (laughs) I concur with that. I concur. But uh, (laughs) we'll see. So, yeah, that that was pretty – I saw that and I'm like, oh, boy – uh, this is before you send that to me. So I'm like, oh, well, let's see what Sergio's got to say about that oh, one. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is that. Uh, and this, 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 this colorful, you know, you know, we have uh, Pride Week and shit here, right? Um, so, uh, you know, this is Ali Kashani. Remember Ali that we interviewed? Um, this yep. head of Serve Robotics. These are all Serve little things. Um, okay. Okay. So about three years ago, we had a scooter craze. These scooters were being dumped in the ocean, Santa Monica Pier. <laughs> and, <laughs> and people were leaving these scooters all over the place because you just dump it in front of somebody's house and the guy forgets. He's backing out of his car. He runs over. He's got flat tires. And then they all disappeared. You know, all the cities said, enough of this shit. We don't want any more of these nuisances and whatever. Plus, they're dangerous, bro. These people don't pay any attention to traffic laws whatsoever. They just go right through stop signs and shit. And I'm going like, okay. So now the same thing is happening with those little bug eye robots. Look at the screenshot on the right, people. Look how they're all lined up there. You know what I mean? Blocking it's shit. It's iRobot, man. It's iRobot. Yeah man. yeah, man. This is bullshit, man. Okay, Ali, I, you know, come on. This is, come on now. Okay. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, City of Hollywood. Uh, I swear, they're all over the place. City Hollywood Boulevard, you can't even walk. First of all, Hollywood Boulevard, whoever's in LA knows, is a very touristy area, Chris. There's like thousands of people on the boulevard and the sidewalks are pretty wide, but these freaking mm-hmm. things are going zipping in and out, you know, whatever. And I'm going like, come on, man. So now city <laughs> says enough, enough is enough. Go away. Just like they did with Cruz in San Francisco. They go, go away. We had enough of this shit. So I'm going like, all right, there we go. Yeah. Well, what's going to happen with this? I, I clearly, this is a, uh, uh, a person who, who wrote to the, mayor but are they well, going they, to do they anything want to, they want to get rid of it they don't want it they said they said it's it's uh, hindering um handicapped people with their wheelchairs mm. and all that stuff so they said we don't want it plus they said they get stuck they follow uh 
You know, they get they literally are crossing the street. They get stuck in the middle of the road. And I'm going like, that's not good. Uh, I mean, they're going to get run over and they're going to create some accidents. There's no reason for that. And that's it. Yeah, I mean, we, we, you know, how about we back off this full automation and replacement of the human for a little bit? Okay. Until these things really, really are working well. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. Do the tip over. Yeah. Figure it out. Tip over. Whatever. Yeah. This, this isn't the, that, that's, that would annoy me. If I was walking down the street and that thing's coming at me, who's playing chicken? Because if that thing hits me, oh man, I'll, I'll have fun with that one. Oh yeah. Lawsuit. I'll have fun with yeah. that one. Screw that shit. <laughs> And then knock it over. But I, I would also want to do what Alex did last week. <laughs> oh, I got some free food. <laughs> yeah, knock. Yeah, to pry it up and steal the burrito. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we're gonna get rid of these. And uh, lastly, but not lately. Okay, one of my favorite movies. I'm sure it's yours too, Chris. Taxi Driver, right? Classic, right? With yeah, Robert no, it's De Niro. All right. It's all right. It's all right. You haven't seen it. I've seen it a long time ago, but it was yeah, all right. I'm a classic movie, and the poor guy now is getting sued by his assistant. He's 80 years old. He's in court, tied up in court, and now he's doing Uber Eats commercials. And I'm going like, I watched the commercial. I can, we can't show it, but you guys can watch it on YouTube. That's a horrible goddamn commercial. I was like, that's not even funny. But anyway, Uber thought it was funny. It probably paid the guy, I don't know, 10 million bucks to do that commercial. So, Robert, you know, you, know, you can come on our show and... Uh, <laughs> We can talk about taxi driver, the good old days, you know, all that stuff. But yeah, poor Robert De Niro is is doing Uber Eats commercials now. So that's it. That's I thought. Yeah, well, funny. if you got to make money, you're going to do it somehow. All right, yeah, then let's let's yeah, end with these yeah. these fake names. Uh, these so we are got, the fake we got ones. two crazy uh, names from you, bro. From both both Uber and one from Lyft. One each. <laughs> Lucifer, really? Oh boy, really, really Uber, really, really? Sachin. After freaking year, really, Lucifer, and the other one, my favorite, Killer. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Well, I I don't think they're gonna get a ride, <laughs> and if they do, oof, Killer. The the ant will pick that one up. I don't know who will pick that up. Why would anybody pick a, the guy named or Killer the per, or, or the person, person that's person forced to pick him up? Huh? I said or the person that's forced to pick him up. I would not do that. No, There's not a chance. <laughs> Even the daylight. Oh, yeah, hours, I those those are things that. that need to be completely fixed. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's what I thought. Um, hopefully they'll fix it. And All right. Yeah. Well, we zoom. We zoom. You probably picked them up. That's, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you need yeah. Tesla, don't don't make, <laughs> don't make a deal with Lucifer. Just don't make a deal with him. Lucifer. Let's make a deal. <laughs> yeah all right well we got uh we got uh professor on in the background so let's bring him on who's this going on oh professor myler is showing his face today okay hey it's my buddy it's my buddy sergio professor you're frozen what's happening you guys are frozen are you driving you guys is frozen yeah you're kind of okay well okay talk for well if we can hear you we can hear you (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're gonna hear you. Uh, Do we hear oh, you? Man. No. Well, you need to pull over, bro. Yeah, no, no Tesla self-driving here. <laughs> I done I gone and screwed it all up. <laughs> yeah, uh, stop, moving. stop moving! Stop <laughs> moving! Yeah. 
you guys have a good show. If anybody can hear me, you know, hit that like button because these guys work really hard and it's been, uh, it's been like only 60 likes out of 200 people on the show. So, so give, give them a like, and I'm about to pick up a long ride to the airport in six minutes and, uh, I'm not connected. So if anybody can hear this, have a great day. Bye. All right. We can hear you, but hey, next time, time, next week, we're going to put the link out, you know, sit in your good reception area and then we can chat. Okay. No. All right. Yep. This he got frozen. So TV, coming bro. on. What's up? This is the problem of live TV. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Especially with okay, people in their car who are working. So Two more people. Yeah. So I just put the the chat out again. Yeah. <laughs> Connect to the Starling. Um, just put the uh, link out again if you want to come on and share your thoughts or anything. We did have somebody, but they dropped off. It looked like it went uh went the screen went black, so I don't know what happened there. Um, but yeah, if you want to come on, share your thoughts, opinions. Um, talk about how slow Nobody? it's been for you, whatever it might be. Uh, come Nobody? on, on. <laughs> Nobody, come on now. We're begging now. What's happening? They're, they're like scared. Of man. They're scared. What's the, what's the, two people, bro. You all gun shy now, huh? You can all type, <laughs> but you're all gun shy now. Okay, I get it. <laughs> all right. Well, the other side of the coin too is while we're waiting, uh, oh, we are going to give away some money. money. So yeah. enter hashtag SMTMC into the chat. There and you, you could be $25 richer. So hashtag yeah. SMTMC. And also, if you want to come on and chat uh, about yeah. anything, then make sure you click the link. And about today's on. subjects, we can talk about today's subjects. We can talk about what you guys want us to talk about next week. We can talk about, I don't know, whatever you guys want. As long as it's not obscene and, and dirty, we can talk about whatever you guys want. <laughs> so there then somebody device not connected already muhammad up oh, there we got muhammad and we got captain ziggy okay captain yep, well, ziggy it looks on. like uh it looks like captain ziggy is, uh, is there on. and device is not connected for muhammad so muhammad if you're on there um and you're hearing wait a uh, minute i know who captain sure ziggy is i know who captain ziggy is i responded to his comment captain ziggy how are you how's it going hello can you hear me yes yep. You got me. We hear you. We see you. Yep. I got you. You're on. Like, I You're stumbled on into this. I, I I stumbled in here. You know, I don't. I caught your show years ago, but anyways, this thing's speeding back at me. But anyways, this weekend, I've been driving for about six and a half years, ten thousand rides. But anyways, this weekend, I pull into the airport, pick up two gentlemen. Ended up, they were refereeing the top-ranked fights up in Tahoe. So anyways, I dropped them off. There was a $4.50 ride come up, and I'm a cherry picker of cherry pickers. So the first time I ignored, I ignored the $4.50, Is he driving? <laughs> Captain Ziggy, are you driving? No, no, I'm sitting there. No, this is my this is my day of rest. But okay. anyways, so I, I picked up that four dollar and fifty cent ride. This thing is a delay in that action here and it's confusing. But anyways, so I ended up that four fifty cent ride, came back again, and my intuition said pick it up. So I picked up the ride, and I go up there, and it was the heavyweight 
on the undercard and his entourage that won the little tour of Lake Tahoe. Oh. Okay, don't look at anything else. Just just look at the camera and talk. Don't worry. We're but anyways, long story short, then the next morning, I get a call to the hotel again, and it was the manager of that fighter who I took him back to the airport. So that $4.50 ride turned into over $300 when it was all said and done. Sometimes you got to listen to your gut intuition. Yes, sir. Captain Ziggy, yeah. what city are you in? What city do you, I mean, you said Lake Tahoe, so you're in up in where? Up, up, up uh, uh, Nevada? Where are you at? Yeah, up in Lake Tahoe. And okay. again, it, it can, it's, yeah, it's fun. Let me just put it that way. I make sure the intoxicated folks get home on time and uh, we have some fun. Cool. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you for telling the story. Hope you're staying safe out there. Um, I think I did respond to one of your comments. I remember Captain Ziggy. So why do you have a captain's hat? Are you like uh, ex-captain or something? Or what's happening? Well, you know, we're all captains of our own soul. Everybody's a yeah. captain of your own soul. And, uh, well, yeah, I, with the Osmond family, I got, I got to meet them through my Uber career. And there's a guy out there, David Osmond. I was on stage with Marie a couple times last year. But anyways, um, David Osmond, look on YouTube. It says, I can do this. It's just a fantastic song. Get your motive. Good for you. Good for you. I mean, you know what? What you said, I'll take that to heart. We're the captain of our souls, Chris. How about that? Yeah, that's a good one. You know, yeah. And you're the cherry picker of cherry pickers. Welcome to the Cherry Pickers United. <laughs> hey, well, I appreciate you guys. You guys put out... Some good information. I'm glad I stumbled in here today. You guys stay safe out there, and if you're ever in Lake Tahoe, let's get together for a cup of coffee. You betcha. I'll, I'll look you up. I'll look you up. All, All right. right thanks, have a Captain. good one now. Be safe out there. All right. So we're going to try um, uh, Mohammed. If you're still there, uh, device is not connected. You got to somehow connect before we can try adding you. Um, okay, but Ronnie's we have up, Ronnie's up yeah, to bat. We have Ronnie. Huh? So, Ronnie, how's it going? Ronnie's up to bat. Hey, Ronnie, how are you? Oh, yeah, there's a delay. I can hear that. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, okay, yeah. we can hear you. You, you, know, you don't uh, turn your volume down, don't watch yourself, or if you're watching yourself, turn your volume down. Okay, gotcha. Can you guys hear me? Oh yeah, there's a delay, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So he's pro probably watching on the computer or so right now and uh, coming to us on your phone. Yeah. I think it's a little bit better. It looks like it's lagging a little bit. All right, so we can hear you. We can see you. What's on your mind? What city you're from? How many years you've been driving? Give us uh, the scoop. I think it's a little bit better. It looks like it's lagging a little bit. All right, so we can hear you. We can see you. What's on your mind? What city you're from? Uh, yeah, I'm from Chicago. I've been driving with Lyft since 2013, uh, so just over 10 years. I consider myself one of the original drivers here, and then with Uber for five years. How are things in Chicago? You're making any money? Uh, yeah, the money is still okay right now. I do think it is a little bit more saturated. 
definitely than just even a few months ago. Um, but uh, one of my big questions is I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens in Chicago when it comes to the legalities and like what happened in New York and what happened in LA. And I want to keep up with that because we're not getting paid very much, 60 cents per mile, 20 cents per minute. Yeah, well, you know, keep watching us. We, we keep all you guys posted with what's going on. In fact, we had the older, pers older person, Chris, <laughs> from Chicago and Lori Simmons. So we'll keep you guys posted, but thank you for the support. Um, next time, we'll hope to catch you with a better connection, but we have a huge community in Chicago, and you guys are the best. I mean, Chicago is one of the better markets, believe it or not. Next time, we'll hope to catch you with a better connection, but we have a huge community in Chicago. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I like your guys' show a lot. Just wanted to say that. Love watching you guys. Lots of helpful information too as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. All right. All right. That's it. So, Let's give him the money. <laughs> huh? Well, well, we got we got Muhammad. Let's see if we can bring Muhammad on. What's what right, Muhammad? How you doing? Good. How are you? Um let me see. I'm trying to get I'm pressing it on the Oh, device not connected. Oh, epic fail. Hold on, hold on. Epic fail, bro. This is <laughs> my there, out, bro. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yep, yep. Yeah. We hear you. Okay. You cut, so you cut out a little bit. That's why. <laughs> okay, uh, sir, Sergio. I just sent you an email showing one of the trips that usually happens after a Michigan game, Michigan football game in Ann Arbor. This, no, no. This was in East Lansing. Uh, home of Michigan State to Ann Arbor. It's a 90-mile ride, and it was like at 3, 3 o'clock in the morning. That's when the game ended. So the, the ride, the trip was for, I think it was $422. Just, you know, uh, a silly, a silly check by me. The other thing is uh, I, I have a, a, a rental from Avis to drive for Uber, and at, at one location, all they have is Chevy Bolts, Chevy Bolts EV, and the trunk is so small, is I can't fit more than I can't fit two people with luggage going to the airport. Yeah, you know they have uh, uh, other Avis's, other Avis locations. They have uh, regular gasoline cars, but that location has only EVs. And you know, good luck trying to uh, get a rental from the other location because they don't have any cars. Do and they have do they have companies that rent you or they allow you to be on both platforms like Uber? And no, Lyft only, only on Lyft, only, only on Uber. I tried, okay. I tried to, uh, you know, just out of curiosity to upload it to Lyft, but uh, the paperwork I have showing that uh, insurance has expired, but uh, Avis has uploaded the, the, uh, the regular insurance to the, to the Uber platform. So it's, it's good, so I have to I have to go to the office and, but I don't know if Avis, uh, if Lyft will accept the Avis uh, thing, and you know, uh, I mean, if you know, for Uber to do that, just you know, it's, the car is so small that, and uh, you know, as I said, you can't I can't put two people with going to the airport with luggage. Yeah, but and, that, that car, you know, that car is really good for short, quick trips. Oh yeah, know, that, that's, that's, what know, that's just that's perfect car yeah. for that. Yeah, it is. And that's what I do is uh, 
about about a month ago, my my acceptance rate was like about twenty three. Uh, today I started at fifty four percent. But no, I mean because it's all short rides, you know. Yeah. Downtown Detroit sporting events, concerts, you know. I make uh, you know I do very well, but. But but today I drove somebody from downtown Detroit about twenty miles north, and I and I and I got stuck there. Uh, what is it? Stevie Nicks is playing tonight in uh, at uh, in downtown Detroit. I couldn't get a ride going that way, so I just uh, silly rides, cheap rides. Finally, I drove home. But the thing is, mm -hmm. uh, my acceptance rate was went today from I was at fifty four percent around five o'clock. Uh, now it's at forty-two. <laughs> okay, you know, so don't worry down. about. Look, don't worry about no, no, your no, acceptance no, rate. And you know what? I cherry pick. You yeah, know, it's please. please. You know, and what? Uh, you know, and I mean, there... I. What is it? I have an EV, so I I can't waste. You know, I can't waste uh, miles go to going to pick up the person. You know, uh, I I can't waste miles going. You know, driving seven to eight miles. You know, for a cheap, for a low price trip. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, you gotta yeah, know what you're doing. But uh, look, you know, if you can get out of the rental, get out of the rental. I don't know. Well, I am. I am. You know. Yeah, I am. You know. You know. But uh, so you know, you know I, I do enough. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, continue. Oh no, you go ahead. You know, I mean, I do enough, you know, to cover the, uh, to cover that. But you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's it seems you know, it's, it's, uh, some of the requests are so ridiculous, and you know. Uh, but the other thing is, I have a bolt, so it's an EV, it's an EV go. It takes like an hour and a half to fill the, you know, to to, to charge the car up, yeah. and you know that's that's an hour and a half, you know, away from driving people. Yeah. So you know. Well, I mean, you know, the best thing with an EV is if you have like a charger at home, leave it overnight yeah. if you're going to charge, yeah. and then your next day you're okay because otherwise. There aren't too many superchargers and bolts. I don't think take fast charge anyway. But um, you know, good to talk to you, man. Be safe out there. You, you do the same. Sorry, thank sorry you. Sorry about your trouble. No, thank thank you for letting me on. And uh, God bless and stay safe and uh, Uber on. Yeah. Thank we, you. We, and, and, and shoplift. <laughs> <laughs> good one. I like that one. Hey, okay. Uber on and shoplift. I like it. Okay. I like that thank one. You. <laughs> You have a, a good lot. night. Right. Uh, you too. Have a good one. Yeah, be safe. Um, Uber on shoplift. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's uh, see who right, money wins. Time. So money hashtag SMT. Hashtag are SMT still, MC. Are we still giving my money? Because you know I haven't seen any love from Lyft or Uber. Uber definitely is treating me like yesterday's stepchild, but. Uh, Lyft used oh, to show I me think... some money. Lyft stopped showing me money altogether. None, zero. Kuseg. Oh, yeah, I know. It, it's been bad. Um, and now I'm gonna follow Mr. Gambit and cherry pick the crap out of it. He's just <laughs> he's killing it. I love it. So there you go. All right. <laughs> nice. Well, let's uh, let's see who's gonna be the winner. Twenty five dollars, a little more. Maybe we'll make it Harry's money this time. <laughs> Daniel, congratulations, Daniel. You won. Make sure you hit up Sergio, Sergio at the rideshareguide.com, and uh, you will be able to get your money. Make sure you do it within 24 hours. Yes, please. Daniel and the mayor, you guys have 24 hours from when we leave the show to email me, Sergio at the rideshareguide.com. Okay. 
please email me your earnings. Last week's earnings. Let's see if on average, okay, we're all making 33 bucks an active hour. It could be from big cities, small cities, whatever. Okay, medium market, large market, whatever. Let's see if Dara is right. Maybe, you know, I want as many of them as possible, people. Okay, don't worry. I'm going to put them on a spreadsheet. You just have to say what city you're in and just send me your last week's screenshot with showing active hours. If it's not showing active hours, I cannot figure it out. You have to tell me active hours. Okay. And uh, I want to see if this guy's right. Even if I get 100 responses, I'll just put it on a spreadsheet to see. If 33 is possible, I'm not sure. Maybe it is possible. I don't know. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to find out. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Anything more, Sergio? No, sir. Thank you for the chat, people. Please, thumbs up. Like, who was it? Captain? No, it wasn't Captain. Kilomiler. Uh, no, Professor Kilomiler said, thumbs up. It's free, people. Just smash the yeah, thumbs just, up just before you exit. It. We have like 200 people. It. Come on, man. Just tap it. Just a little tappy. Don't be violent. Tap the thing. It's supposed to help the algorithm. Ooh, made 85 last week on nine active hours. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, William said made 885 last week on nine active hours. Well, you're way, you're keeping the average up, William. <laughs> That's like $90 an hour. <laughs> yeah, so, right. Uh, he drives black, though. So, That's almost you know. 100, yeah actually yeah yeah um Oof. look there's still money to be made it's not all bad i know cdu members are going to complain because there are six and a half million of drivers now it's not all bad if you know what you're doing you they can make it between week... ride share and food delivery or are they all just jumbling everybody together no it's all jumbled together hmm. i'd be interested together. to know what the difference would be how much it grew ride share drivers versus uh, food delivery drivers yeah that would be a good like, was there only a half delivery. a million that decided to do ride share and what and a half or one million that decided to do food delivery is it split more i mean i'm wondering well, what it the, looks the like thing, the thing okay no business wise actually ride share went above food delivery by a billion this quarter it was 18 and a half billion for ride share and 17 and a half billion for delivery because they use delivery for everything these days um so during the pandemic, obviously, food delivery kept them alive. Now, right here is going above food delivery. They're expecting a great fourth quarter, good travel season, holidays coming up, obviously, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Mm -hmm. They said, great quarter. We have plenty of supply. Surge is going to be not that high. Um, but no, I mean, the company is doing well, bro. Stock is 50 bucks. I mean, stock actually is, look, stock came public in 2019 at 45. Today is at 50. So after three years, if you bought it at the IPO at 45, the dead money for Finally three years, now you're ahead. Yeah, 10% but up in But if you also years. bought it at the low at 18, well, then you're doing yeah, pretty well. But, <laughs> yeah, I know. But, I mean, in, so. in hindsight, you know. But, uh, look, there's huge institutional support. There is potentially going to be, there potentially could be joining the S&P 500, and then the stock will pop another 10% because all these funds have to buy it. They're a $100 billion company, and uh, they deserve to be in there. Um, but yep. don't worry. Next week, we're going to start our How to Cherry Pick 101 or maybe not 101 401 um yeah we're going to talk about the anatomy of a cherry picker you know what i mean all these people who grab these four or five dollar trips you know trying to do a quest no 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 forget it 2.5 billion trips there are cherries in there you need to find it that's it so mm -hmm. yeah 
All right. Well, with that being said, you guys have a great rest of your night, everybody. Enjoy, make that money, and we'll see you guys next week. Thumbs up. Yep, hit that like button.